The way to render a man happy is to engage him with an object that will make him forget his private troubles. What can be the reason that this man, who not long ago lost his only son, and this very morning was engaged almost to distraction in a lawsuit, now does not give his troubles a thought? You need not be astonished. He is taken up with watching a stag, which his hounds had been in full chase after for six hours. However great his distress may have been, in this he finds ample consolation. In short, prevail upon a man to join in any amusement whatever, and as long as that lasts he will be happy. But it will be a false and imaginary happiness, arising not from the possession of real and solid good, but from a levity of spirit that obliterates the recollection of his real miseries, and fixes his thoughts upon mean and ridiculous objects, unworthy of his attention, and still less deserving of his love. From Ponce Don't be fooled by the apparent innocence of the object you've chosen. What is its function? Most of our idols also have a perfectly legitimate place in our lives. That's their cover. That's how they get away with our infidelity. The prophet Isaiah gives an example when he marvels at a man who cuts down a tree in the forest and then puts it to two very different uses. Half of the wood he burns in the fire. Over it he prepares his meal. He roasts his meat and eats his fill. Nothing's wrong here. That's the perfectly appropriate use of wood. But it doesn't end here. It rarely does. From the rest he makes a god, his idol. He bows down to it and worships. He prays to it and says, Save me, you are my god. The prophet is incredulous. Doesn't he see what he's doing, he wonders? No one stops to think. No one has the knowledge or understanding to say, Half of it I used for fuel. I even baked bread over its coals. I roasted meat and I ate. Shall I make a detestable thing from what is left? Shall I bow down to a block of wood? He feeds on ashes. A deluded heart misleads him. He cannot save himself or say, Is not this thing in my right hand a lie? Isaiah 44, 16-17 and 19-20 So there you have it. No one stops to think. We don't want to take a good, hard look at what we are really doing, for then we might see the lie. We would expose the impostors. We would see the water hole for the muddy puddle it is. Our idols become the means by which we forget who we truly are and where we truly come from. They numb us.